All right, welcome to this is 705 Yet Podcast. This is episode 14. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I'm Alex Haig here with Brandon Charmaska, as always. We start off today's episode blaming each other for this shit show of a Marlins series because of our superstitions. It's been a bad week for Philly sports, but with all the bad, we talk about a couple bright spots for the Phillies in Bohm, Nola, and Hazley. We put on our big boy pants without breaking any nails, and we declare Sixto Sanchez is our new daddy, and that the injury bug can politely fuck off any time now. <laughs> and with that, play ball. Play ball. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm also not wearing any pants. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 14 of Is It 705 Yet Podcast. I'm Alex, <laughs> and with me today, who I bet he wishes he was still on vacation and didn't have to do this podcast. Brandon, how are you? Not good. Not Well, good Good that I had a nice little vacation. Um, shout out Kate May. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, And you made me suffer and watch all these games. Yes. You know what? I have uh, I have two things. (laughs) I have two things I need to say, Brandon. What? One. This is your fault because you told me to shave, and I did. I'm gonna stop you right there. I think it's your fault because you wore that shirt that on the last recording. Uh, it was not videotaped, so no one knows. Well, I'm I'm saying that you wore a oh. shirt with a specific animal on it <laughs> bullshit although uh, i will say i have that shirt too um but i didn't wear it so i maybe maybe it's because i didn't wear it i don't know good point uh but my second thing brandon is uh-huh. i also wanted to let you know i am not wearing pants today because i was afraid i was going to hurt myself putting them on yeah. so this is a no pants podcast yeah, I actually hurt my nail today too. I was we were making a sandcastle and I was digging up the sand. <laughs> we didn't have a shovel, so I was digging it up with my sand or my hand. And a shell must have like been in the sand, and I like it like got in my nail. Ugh, I'm gonna put that hurts. on the intro. I'm gonna put that on the intro report for our notes <laughs> later. Brandon's not gonna be able to type up today because I, he himself <laughs> building a sandcastle. I it's can't just type. As bad, it's just as bad as hurting. Hurting your nail, putting your pants on. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't type. I can't. I can't play catch with you. I can't play golf. I, uh, we're supposed to be golfing on Wednesday, Brandon. So. Yeah, I know. Now I'll be fine. I'll be fine. All right. Yeah, <laughs> just do some uh, test runs at the driving range. You'll be okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So this is episode fourteen. Uh, this episode's gonna suck. Uh, there's not a ton. I mean, there's definitely some very good positives to take just from specific players in this pod, just specific players. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. For this podcast, absolutely blows. But I mean, it's kind of, (laughs) and we kind of had some bad luck for our sports teams. I mean, the NFL starts this week, you know, whoop de doo. You put that in your notes, so I'm just going to say, NFL starts this week. <laughs> well, we have, we have to acknowledge it. It started, right, so everybody yeah. thinks sports are back because well, it was the last one to come back. 
honestly. Well, the Washington, so the Washington football team beat the Eagles, and I saw a video of Eagles players burning their jerseys already, losing to a team with no name. Is that, uh, gonna, that's, is that's, that gonna be the theme of the year? Losing to a team with no name? Yeah, Just like that song, Horse yeah. with No Name. Um, <laughs> Basketball-wise, uh, we have the Celtics and the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I want them both to lose, so I don't, I can't, I mean, can't watch basketball now. We, uh, it's, a, it's a lose-lose situation. So, yeah, Flyers are out, so I don't even, I haven't even seen a hockey highlight anywhere. So, yeah. like I told you last podcast, hockey's dead. Yeah. Um, Just a bad yeah. week for Philly sports, yep. all in all. Yeah. I, I actually, I actually wanted to ask you before we get into these this shit show of a series uh, with the Phillies and the Marlins. Um, in, my, in my notes, I, I put that the Phillies are, or the Flyers are out of the playoffs and the Islanders are, are look like they're going to lose this series against the, the lightning. Um, and I, I put what a waste like for the Flyers to lose their, their series against the Islanders and then the Islanders to turn around and, and lose that one. What, what's your opinion on playoffs in general for, teams that lose and then the team that beat them also loses like are you are you rooting do you root for the team that beat them to like win because then you're like well at least they beat us for a reason you know in majority of cases no um well it also depends on who the team is exactly for instance like the celtics beat the sixers and there's no way in hell i would ever root for the celtics right right so uh, but i mean but i mean at the same time you kind of have to look at it like well, I mean, oh, yeah, but a loss is a loss. So it's like, oh, you lost to the the runner up. You know, you still lost. You know, yeah. It's like Sixers lost to the champions last year, the Raptors, but it still still sucked because they lost. Yeah. No, you're, I mean, I'd rather right. if if we're not going to win the championship, I'd rather be the worst team in the league, get that top <laughs> draft pick. True. Because I'm all about True. the draft. True. I I will say this: like once once our teams are out of the playoffs, it just seems uh, unless it's unless it's like the finals, like you kind of like lose interest in the rest of the playoffs up until that point. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll be completely honest. I won't watch any more basketball the rest of the season for multiple reasons. Yeah. Uh, hockey. I just haven't been into hockey these past. I'll past probably catch few years. I'll probably catch like a game here, here or there. I probably but I'll almost, almostly follow it on my phone. Like just yeah. get the updates or whatever. Yeah, and then NFL, like I'll, I'll pay attention to who's winning and stuff like that. But I just don't have time, unfortunately, to sit down and watch a ton of games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got you. Well, course, this yeah. this year, this year will probably be the first year that I actually watch a majority of the MLB playoffs. Because yeah, I'll hockey, even I'll if the Phillies watch. aren't in it. Yeah, don't say that. Uh, well, after this series, I don't know. Yeah, good point. We said, we had, yeah, we we said st- they had we to win at least these... four, and they can't even do that. No, we said we had to go five and two, and we're about to go two and five if we lose tomorrow. Yeah, well, so. the... God. Yeah. <laughs> yep, so uh, I guess we should get into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so... Uh, I will say before we start, I didn't really get to watch a majority of these games, so I apologize. No, so Alex is right. probably going to take the the reins on on a bunch of these. Don't worry, I'll unfortunately fill you in because, like I said, you're the one who put me through this torture, anyways. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so this is uh, yeah, your fault. 
This is your fault, 100%. Mm -hmm. So game uh, game one was Thursday. Like when we were putting together this Google Sheets tonight, I was like, God, uh, what the hell games did we even have to watch? There were so many of them. You didn't even remember that today was game six. Uh, that we lost. I had to look up in the box score what happened. I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Our bullpen blew it. I should have known. Uh, but Jake Arrieta went five and two-thirds inning. Uh, I'll be honest, in the first and second inning, I totally thought he was going to be done by two and a third, and that's about it because he was horrendous. But uh, he ended up going five and two-thirds, uh, three earned runs, three, earned runs uh, three strikeouts, four walks. His control was not there in the first couple innings whatsoever. Um, the Phillies uh, tacked on some runs, you know, at that time. Uh, they had – wait, what the hell am I looking at here? Thursday, right? Yeah. As it, but, uh, yeah, they tacked on some runs, you know, but then eventually uh, in this series, Workman and Hunter, they give up four combined runs starting in the eighth inning, uh, mm-hmm. which – of what I understand, this is a. I heard this. I think it was on NBC Sport. I think it was on Post Game Live when they were talking. Might have been on a podcast or just a statistic on Twitter or whatever. But um, I'm not. It's. I may not be exactly accurate on the exact amount of games, but it's pretty damn close, which is pretty shocking still. Uh, but this was only their third loss when leading after seven innings. When I heard that, I was like, "Wow!" I would have thought we've. It was about five, six, seven games that we lost after the seventh inning. Well, uh, it's just been a, well, well, a lot I mean, of them, a lot of them the ended up going ex- <laughs> well, Yeah, no, well, no, after the seventh inning. So, like, oh, if we had the lead oh, yeah. in the eighth. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I think a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them, wow. <laughs> a lot of them were uh, blown saves, but they ended up being ties. And then we, you know, won in a walk-off fashion or something along those lines. So, uh, but regardless, Hunter and Workman, they blow it. Um Surprise! They give up four, like I said, four runs starting in the eighth. Tommy Hunter in the eighth. The workman came in to finish the eighth inning, which he didn't do a good job of whatsoever. But nope. You know, and then the Marlins get a walk off. So, yeah. So uh, it was a really a, it was really a terrible way to start the series. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like it was. I mean, the only the only thing I'm like looking at that, it it's it's weird because when we have errors the teams that were playing really seem to capitalize on those and we end up losing those games a lot. The The Marlins had two errors and yeah, we must, we capitalized on them earlier on, but then they ended up coming back. Like our offense did a good job, but again, well, we it's like up, another we case up. with the bullpen. <laughs> like, I mean, when you go into the eighth inning, you're up six to three going into the eighth inning, you expect to win those games. Right. And then it just implodes. Right. I mean, it's just, it's this bullpen. The the pickups, I thought originally the pickups that Matt Clintac made were going to make a difference. Yeah. This bullpen. And say Brandon Workman, Heath Hembray, uh, I think David it, Hale. One, one of these games, it ended up being, I don't remember which one, one of these games it ended up being uh, six home runs that Heath Hembray has given up in the eight games that he's pitched. Yeah. Like, that's insane. And, and he's yeah, only, he it, hasn't even, he's only pitched like six innings total. Exactly. And that's David the issue. Hale's, David Hale's been terrible. Um, David Phelps, who had a good track record coming in, he was, he's been terrible. So I don't know what it is. I really don't. Yeah. Rather have hater here. Yeah. Bill, Bill like, Hater. The thing is for hater, you would have probably had to give up 
like uh, Spencer Howard or Alec Bohm, which we'll get into Alec Bohm and Spencer Howard, but that's not someone you want to give up regardless of how terrible this bullpen is. Yeah. Well, yeah, we don't want to give up another young guy that explodes all over us. Yeah, which we'll talk about that as later as well, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was game one. But thankfully, we had six more games to go against the Marlins and still had that chance to go five and two. We only lost the first game, right? Yeah, yeah, right. And JT hit his JT hit his 11th home run in this game, too. So that was, yeah. that's good. But game two, that, that was the game. That was the fun game to watch so far in this series. Yes. That's uh, a game fun to watch. It's with these with these Phillies. They either score a crap ton or they don't score at all. Yeah. Uh, well, I very, remember very hit or miss because they're a big home run uh, team. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Um, I think. I think it was the first doubleheader against the um, the Red Sox that we scored. Or, or no, no, it was it was in the Braves series when we won thirteen to eight. You you texted me and you were like. Jesus, guys, save some for the next game or for tomorrow or something like that. And like that is like the recurring thing with the that, Phillies. Well, that's that how like... the first yeah the first doubleheader goes on Friday. Like I said, Friday uh, the first game of the doubleheader, Nola pitches a complete game shutout. Uh, mm-hmm. Technically, his first complete game ever, uh, which is awesome. I mean, it's only seven <laughs> innings, but hey, it still counts as a complete game. Hey, he, he only had he only had ten oh. strikeouts. He had 10 strikeouts and three hits. 10 strikeouts in seven innings is amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Uh, three hits, lowers the ERA down to 2.4. Um, some offensive people I want to talk about, which uh, I want to talk about them uh, at the end as well, near the end as well. Uh, Alec Bohm and Adam uh, Hazley, the bottom of the order, is producing in this lineup right now mm-hmm. for multiple games uh, they did throughout this series. Uh, yeah, Alec Bohm and, yeah, Adam Hazley combined in that game, the 11 nothing game, for five to eight, uh, five for eight to combine with three RBIs. Uh, Adam Hayes, Alec Bohm, after this, that game, has his average above 312. Adam Hayesley climbing the ladder, getting his average up to 286. Mm-hmm. I'll go back in the notes. Uh, <laughs> you, froze, you froze for a second. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God, I'm dead. Um, but Adam Hayesley, uh He's getting a chance because Roman Quinn's on the DL, and honestly, he's performing. I like Adam Hazley a lot. I think he just needs his at-bats, and now he's getting his at-bats. And uh, I think by the end of this series, he's hitting over 300. Uh, so I shouldn't say the end of the series. We have one more game tomorrow. But uh, the end of the games Good. we're going to talk about, he's hitting over Good 300. Yeah, as I say so. Uh, he's hitting well. He's performing. Um, he's, 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 my, good. Uh... he's a good defensive center fielder. He's my breakout player of the year for the was Phillies. Was it you? Okay. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember if it was you or me. That's what I said probably when I froze. Yeah. Um, yeah. JT is my MVP, but it, I'm seeing a lot of zeros on his uh, stat sheet here for I'll be honest, hits and stuff. I, I, so. think, I mean, looking at it now, MVP, I think so far this season, is going to end up being Aaron Nola or Zach Wheeler, as long as Zach Wheeler doesn't break his nail and end up out for the season. Yeah. Uh, and I say, But it's also, Dark Horse is going to be Alec Bohm being an MVP for this could team. Uh, could, also, think, could also be Didi. Didi's definitely been under the radar. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say MVP, though, but I think he's extremely solid for this team. Yes. Uh, Alec Bohm, like I said, I told you before we started the pod, I don't remember after which game of the series it was, but it was on NBC Sports Philadelphia postgame. 
that they said that Alec knows during the game that Alec Bohm is second in the league batting average wise with runners in scoring position. Like that's just instincts. Like he has very good natural hitting instincts. He's hitting the ball to all parts of the field. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. He's hitting line drives. He has the highest exit velocity off of his bat. In the yep, I know. I'm bringing out statistics right now. Highest <laughs> exit velocity off his bat on the team this season. You would have thought it'd been a Bryce Harper or JT Romito, especially with their, all the the don't fire they brought at the beginning of the season. Yeah, don't tell Gabe. We'll go jerk off with coconut oil. But um, <laughs> yeah, but Alec Bohm uh, performing big time. So far this season, but game one, Aaron Nola. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Clutch. Seven innings. Didn't have to use any bullpen. Thank God. Uh, because <laughs> oh my God. With the injuries we, we would have lost that game. With the injuries going on, which we'll get into at the very end of the pod, too, because it's a lot. Um, we needed that because the second game on Friday uh, was a bullpen game for us. Shake and Blake, though. Oh, shake and Blake. Shake and then Blake. As say he started the game, uh, two innings pitched, no hits, no runs, no walks, three strikeouts. He probably could have gone nat- one more. He probably could have. It, it looked natural out there. Uh, pitched great. You know, can't complain too much. Uh, the problem was in this game, bullpen-wise, was Ranger Suarez. Uh, we ended up losing this game 5-3. to three. Ranger Suarez is what kills us. You know, didn't save, didn't save enough uh, runs. Unfortunately, for for the second game, only scored three. Uh, you know, JT Romito had a good game. Oh, he did? Alec Bohm, yeah, Alec Bohm had another <laughs> good game offensively. It's just we missed some clutch. We were three for ten in runners in scoring position, so we missed out a lot with guys on base, which it just seems to freaking happen with us. Yeah, three but, for um, ten. Yeah, five for three. But one thing I wanted to bring up, because this was, that was one of Ranger Suarez's few – pitch it uh games this season so far he's packed on some pounds and i don't think it's weight room pounds brandon <laughs> i think it's the uh value menu at mcdonald's it's covid before. pounds yeah he packed on some covid pounds he's big and i say they actually were, t- they were i haven't really gotten a good look at him is he uh, looking like Bastardo the- these days hey yeah he's more so, it's all going to his cheeks up here, not his cheeks down there. And his gut, uh, probably. Yeah, yeah. they were actually talking about it on the radio. I was listening to the game on the radio on the way home from my parents' house in the second game. Ranger Suarez pitched tonight. You know, gave up runs, as usual, um, mm-hmm. right now so far this season. But they even said, he's like, does it look like he hit the weight room? And they were joking, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's the weight room. Uh, but they were implying that he's definitely packed on some pounds. Oh, my God. Uh, jokingly, without calling him fat. That's funny. Uh, what uh, what radio station do you listen to? 8.30 a.m. 8.30 a.m.? Uh, okay. Yeah. I always forget what, what which... I know it's an a.m. station, but I've always yeah, forgot what, which one. Okay. Yeah. L.A., Kevin Franson. And that's for uh, that's for every State. game, right? Yep. All right. Yep. Except for the Eagles were on first for the first game. Gotcha. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we lose 5-3 in the uh, first, second game of the first doubleheader. So, not great, but it wasn't a terrible loss. Phillies were still up at that point in the standings. Uh, you go to game four, which was on Saturday. This was a single game. Um, you have Spencer Howard going first two, two, three innings. Great. Fantastic. Throwing strikes. 
looking real good. Um, but then the third inning comes, uh, sorry, fourth inning comes around, and he gives up uh, three earned runs. Uh, it's at 66 pitches, and he is taken out of the game uh, with an apparent shoulder injury and is now yep. in the DL. Yep. So not good because he had a shoulder injury that kept him out of the minors last year for a month or two. So could did he be get done. surgery? No, he did not. But he could be done for the season. They're going to do an MRI on him as well when they get back to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So more to well, come on that, but not not good. What did you hear? I, I listened to some of the uh, post game show with Ricky Bo and um, Michael Barkan and. Ricky was, I guess he had like elbow surgery. Um, I don't know if it was Tommy John, but he also said he had like a shoulder thing. And right. I don't know, I don't know if you heard him, but he was saying that he, um, I guess he tried to play through the pain because he thought he was like tougher than the shoulder, but ended up the shoulder won that battle. So hopefully they they do this right and fix it before it gets worse. You know, just so yeah. we're not like in a situation where like oh we like hindsight situation like oh we probably should have looked more into that yeah because it's real weird the second half of the season for out uh spencer howard last year like his and like so far this season his velocity is not there with his fastball like this guy can throw 97 98 99 fastballs mm-hmm. and he's sometimes like especially after going a few innings he's hit 92 93 uh that's a huge difference uh, it doesn't sound like it a couple miles an hour, but it is a monstrous difference. Um, so something, I don't know what's going on up there. Hopefully they can figure it out, get it fixed. And, yeah. And as much as I want him back this season, you know, overall what's most important because he's so young is just, is going to be getting ready for next year if, if they have to shut him down. that Because yeah. they're going to need to stretch this guy out so he can pitch. Right. He's going to be in the starting rotation next year. Yeah. So they're going to need him big time. But, uh, yeah, so he leaves early, which is a total bummer. Uh, bullpen, you're like, crap, bullpen, here it comes. Uh, thankfully, our <laughs> offense thankfully our offense was on fire again. Uh, we scored 12 runs. Once again, Alec Bohm and Adam Hazley coming in clutch. Alec Bohm, two for five uh, with an RBI. Uh, Adam Hazley, two for three with an RBI and two walks. Uh, both of their guys' averages after the second game, uh, sorry, Saturday's game, above 300. Like I said, that's great. That's fantastic. I think Adam Hazley is trying to plant plant his you know foot for when Roman Quinn finally comes off the DL. Be like, no, I should be the everyday guy. Yeah, I think yeah, Roman I mean, Quinn. I think long term for Roman Quinn because of his injury problems, he's going to be a great bench piece. Use him for use him for running, uh, put it, pinch running, uh, substitute him in the seventh eighth inning whatever to, to for some defense mm-hmm. uh put him in there if you want to move a guy over with a bunt uh he's a great bunter uh, he could definitely play all three outfield positions as well so if he if guys need a day off and stuff like that you know you can still find a way for him to play you know four out of the seven games a week in a regular season so i right. think it's going to be important i think adam hazley though should be your guy moving forward i think he showed it last year and i think he's showing it so far this year in small sample size they but, they brought uh, hazley up last year right like last year was his first year yeah i think yeah adam morgan was back today though brandon on saturday he pitched I, it he pitched i it saw inning. that yep. yeah that was the last inning right yeah yep correct and he actually so looked in. like 
He was well, they put him in a no, well. yeah, put him in a no pressure situation <laughs> since they're up twelve six. Uh, but yeah, this is also the game though that uh, Hoskins and JT Romuto leave. Well, Hoskins stayed in, but JT Romuto left uh, basically at the end of eight innings because uh, he has some hip discomfort, uh, mm-hmm. which he doesn't play today, which is Sunday. He doesn't play any of the games in the doubleheader. And then Hoskins trying to catch a ball that JT kind of threw in, in the line of the runner coming down first base, and Reese Hoskins' arm got whacked, and now he his forearm is hurt. So both of them didn't play on the doubleheader on Sunday, uh, which if you want, Brandon, we can get into uh, right away. Well, we got to talk uh, about Didi hitting a grand slam in the first inning of that game. That That's what really started this yeah. one for the offense, at least. And and they were yeah. able to keep it going, which is which is great. Like that's what we need from them in every game. Like we we just need them to to hit the ball well, like swing the bats well, and and actually make contact and hit opposite way, just get it over the infield and everything. So or yeah, hit a grand slam if 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 they can, you know. Everybody hit extremely well in this game, except for Poskins, shockingly, and JT. And JT. Uh, yeah, and actually, I totally forgot as well because it doesn't happen much uh lately but bryce harper finally yeah. after god i don't know how many games uh finally hit a home run he went three for four on saturday mm-hmm. uh with uh, with an rbi yeah like, it, it was it was his home run yeah, his yeah. home run was the opposite field so uh hopefully this is going to be the start of something and because with the injuries that now have popped up they're going to need his bat big time Yes. These last two weeks of the season, like it's going to be extremely, extremely important. Otherwise, right. we're in big, big trouble. Like not playoff bound. Big, big, big trouble. Doo doo. Yep. And I say which, like I said, because uh, today Sunday we had a doubleheader. Uh, first game. Uh, it's a bullpen game for us again because of all the injuries, and we're facing the guy. Who's gonna be our daddy for the next eight seasons, probably in Miami? I'll say six. Six seasons in Miami. Uh, Sixto Sanchez. Ouch. Stop it. The worst part is, you know, to rub, you know, rub dirt in the wound is, you know, JT's out hurt in this game, so JT doesn't even get to face Sixto Sanchez, the guy that we had to trade him away for. Uh, yeah. But Sixto. He even said after the game, he's like, yeah, I, I wanted to show them that, you know, this is what you got rid of. And he threw a complete hey, game. Hey, we scored hits. a run on him. Yeah, but we had three hits. <laughs> One run. We, he gave up three walks, but this guy, I think he's pitched like 34 innings so far this year, and he has a 1.69 ERA, Brandon. Kid's 21. Yeah, I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, just I mean, he's. Just imagine he, if I don't want. I hope it doesn't happen. But just imagine if JJ Romuto doesn't resign, Brandon. It's gonna make the Phillies and mostly uh, Matt Clintock yeah. look really, really bad. Matt Clintock's um, gonna be. I think Matt Clintock's fired after the season. Yeah. He's I mean, I, I think. I think we are. I think we are gonna sign JT. I mean, do do you think that this little hiccup, like his injury, his hip injury, um, helps the Phillies out? at all with like their decision to re-sign him earlier or, or um not? it shouldn't uh it shouldn't change anything if as far as like his value goes if i it's mean something that he's gonna go on the d like if they do an mri and find some sort of 
hit problem that's not good, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's going to lower his value then. Yeah. Uh, big time. But I think this is going to, I think for him, the hip discomfort, I think they'll keep him out on Monday for the Marlins series, the last game of the Marlins uh, series. And then I think he'll be back uh, for the games against the Mets. Okay. Same with Hoskins. I do think both of them are going to be back. But uh, it also could be very scary where both of them hit the 10 game DL and we miss, they miss another six, seven games, which then we ain't going to score shit most likely yeah. unless Alec that- Bowman. That Bryce can't Harper. happen. Darius. Yeah, exactly. That can't happen. We got some mucho importante games coming up. Yeah. But six, six though, there, Brandon. I was watching him. He like, he is. He, and like he loses his control, Brandon. He can go to a ninety-four mile an hour sinker, like that. Just he can command no problem. He's a filthy changeup. His fastball can hit triple digits easily. Yeah, like it. It even looks easy when he's throwing it. Yeah, like, he's just like wow. I wish he's I would have watched this game. He's good, really, really, really yeah. good. Yeah, he is good and will continue to be good Most for likely. a long time. Most likely. But, but yeah, so but we I mean, lose game one. Well, I mean, if if you think about it, the somehow the bullpen only gave up two runs. Like yeah, bullpen uh, bullpen pitched very well, and Connor Brogdon. So Rosso pitched the the first two innings extremely well. In the third, he -hmm. got into some trouble and gave up those two runs. Uh, And there was still a man on like second and third or first and second with no outs when Brogdon came in to relieve Rosso. Brogdon came in and got the first his first uh, five batters out at least I think. So Brogdon came in and pitched extremely well for two and a third inning, four strikeouts. I mean, he keep was amazing and david hale believe it or not came in and you know gave a good one in the third innings as well so bullpen those three guys pitched great but six though gave up a run you yeah. would think you would think you know if you told if you said hey you held the marlins to two runs this game you we would think the phillies yeah you would you know 90 percent of the time you'd be like oh that's probably a phillies win we would have scrapped something together and got you know more than one run but well, yeah, you look at all the scores, and we scored at least five runs, or th- at least three runs in every yeah. game so far, up until yeah. game five. Yeah, Alec Bohm, even he batted fourth because of JT and Hoskins not being there. He batted in the fourth spot, and he's the one with the hit that got the got it started to score to score the run. So yeah, yeah, so you can hit him anywhere really. So far, it, it just it just makes me so angry and frustrated to see that our like three guys in the bullpen only gave up two runs in a seven inning game. Like how, how can they do that in seven innings, but they can't do that for an inning or two innings. And then you still lose. Right. Exactly. Like it's infuriating. I don't understand it. (laughs) Well, to infuriate you more, I mean, it doesn't get much better. Zach Eflin, Another shaky start. I don't know what's going yeah. on with him. I'm quite upset uh, with him this season so far. He's had some flashes where you're like, he's going to be good. And then, like, he's just, I don't know. He's done. He's not controlling his pitch as well. He had two walks in four innings, eight hits, zero A's above five. And then Ranger Swore is Mr. Big Mac himself comes in for two innings and gives up four more runs. So Yeah, so that I mean, definitely didn't help. No. Um, once again, though, Bohm 
kind of one of the only guys hitting. Uh, again, uh, Bohm gets a hit with two at-bats and a walk. Mm-hmm. It's just sad. not good. It's sad. Yeah. And another one-run game. I wonder what that stat is. When the Phillies score, what, like, let's say two or less runs, what their record is over the last probably not good three years or something like that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. probably not good at all. Yeah. Oh, what bothers so. me, too, is, like, I don't know why Joe Girardi, excuse me, uh, game two, <laughs> I don't know why Joe Girardi uh, put Torres in center field instead of keeping Adam Hazley there. Adam Hazley was one for three in the first game, uh, hitting above 300 still. And, you know, Ronald Torres, you know, good defensive guy, can play wherever, but, you know, he's not he's not the hitter that Adam Hazley is. So I don't, yeah. Adam Hazley's young enough where he can play in the outfield for two games yeah. straight. He's the right. only guy. So right. don't know why he didn't do that. I mean, I guess for rest, but, you know. Is um is that Torres guy? Is he like a position player? He can play any position because I well, heard they they did they DFA'd Neil Walker, so Neil Walker's not on the team anymore. Um, and Ronald why, Torres. Why? Because they brought up Ronald Torres and said Neil Walker, mostly because uh, Joe Girardi said that they needed some more defensive versatility. So Torres can play most of the infield spots and most of the outfield spots. Um, you know, where mm-hmm. Neil Walker was kind of limited a little bit. He was only like infield. Yeah, but it's it's a bummer. Uh, Neil Walker seemed to be a good guy. I'm sure he was yeah. a good house guy. He's been in the league yeah. for ten plus years. Exactly. So don't know how worth it it was. It's kind of a move around the edges. You know, making making those moves, small little moves, trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know. I well, don't I heard. Know. But, I mean, that wasn't the reason why we lost these games. Yeah. This lack of hitting. Uh, yep. It just seems like they want it out of there. And it scares me what's going to happen tomorrow because like I said, I, it just seems today it's just like they want it out of Miami. I mean, as long as as long as long Vinny can have another good, like, four-inning start, I think I, I have confidence that they'll win. But, like, he, he has to do that. Like, if he if he's in trouble early, it's going to well, be a it, long yep. game. Well, it's a nine-inning game tomorrow. It's a regular yeah. game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, looking for – Looking at tomorrow, moving ahead. Uh, it is Vince Velasquez, Mr. Hot Garbage himself. Uh, better get used to him, though, Brandon, because I don't think Spencer Howard's going to probably gonna be pitching the rest of this year. So mm-hmm. you're going to see Vince Velasquez probably for another three starts, maybe four, uh, towards the end of the year, especially if Zach Wheeler gets hurt and doesn't end up pitching with his broken nail. But yeah. uh, it's going to be uh, versus Pablo Lopez, who is a three, three and four record with a 4.5 ERA. Uh, he struggled his last two starts. Uh, he's given up 12 earned runs in five and two thirds innings with only eight strikeouts and six walks. So uh, hopefully Pablo Lopez continues to struggle. Phillies can hopefully get some offense going tomorrow. Like I said, I really don't see think we're going to see JT Real Muto or Reese Hoskins tomorrow. Maybe Reese, but it seems like they're going to wait till they're back in Philadelphia or they'll get MRIs tomorrow and make sure they're nothing serious is going on yeah. but uh, they're gonna need I, the biggest thing is these guys are mlb players they're gonna need to step up yeah so you're I, gonna I mean, step up big time tomorrow you i mean can't, they, you can't what? go two. you can't go two and five no against the marlins in this no. series no yeah well at, fir- at first i think i we we definitely said five and two and then <laughs> i think i texted you and said like all right they need to I, I think after like the first game loss i was like all right they need to at least win four of these games 
and they can't even do that. So yeah, if they if they can't even win fucking three, I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. so hopefully Vinny Joe's gonna need to let him pitch some innings tomorrow. I think too. I, I uh, hope don't I take hope. him out right away as much as he does scare me because uh, his bullpen has pitched a lot over these past five games, six games. So yeah. I would game, I guess, but I would love to see like Vinny go four and Jojo come in. I love to see and Joe leave him in. I love to see Vinny go five or six, and I love to see Jojo Romero go two innings. I think Jojo Romero. I think Jojo Romero is one of our best bullpen pieces Mm -hmm. outside of Alvarez, who is now going to be out for the rest of the season, most likely. And Blake Parker. Yeah, and Blake Parker. So, so uh, I mean, I guess I guess the one I, I may have said this before we got started with the games, but um, I guess like the one uh, another thing in addition to to Bohm playing so well um, is we only had one error in all six of these games. So I yeah, mean, but we that's, still only won two that's, so far. What? You know, it just happened. Like you have, like you said, you have one error in six games, but we still only win two of them. Right, right. Like if and, you would have told me, and the Marlins we had, one had error like in six games, I would have been like, hmm, we're probably winning at least three so far. Yeah, right. I think the Marlins had like have had like five maybe in this yep. whole series, which we haven't capitalized on, obviously. So, I mean, it's just a dumpster fire. If you yeah. uh, saw the uh, last Instagram post. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it seems like Harper's starting to starting to hit the ball hard. Yeah. Starting to get things going. Uh, Saturday, Saturday, yeah, that three for four game. Yep. Or Friday, no, Saturday, yeah, that three. Yeah, for it was four Saturday. Game. That's another thing that it seems like when we're like winning by a shit ton, it seems like all the players that were like not hot at like for a while, they like come out of the the bushes like. Homer right. Simpson, or I guess Homer Simpson goes <laughs> in, into the bushes. And back but, out. <laughs> but yeah, they like come out of the bushes and they're like, you guys scoring runs? Can yeah. I get in on this? <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It is. But, uh, you know, Bohm's these six games, uh, I think sh- this season so far, you know, I think I mean, Bohm, he, you know, he missed the first two or three weeks of the season. He wasn't called up yet, but since Bone's been up, he had like a, a couple game streak of not hitting the ball. But I mean, he's been great. He has been really, really, really good at the plate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, some defensive problems, but I think I think they're going to get worked out as he gets more experience over there. Uh, you know, especially against big league, seeing big league hitting, uh, Joe working with him, putting him in the right spots. Uh, just think experience wise, you know, just because like the guy's instincts at the plate are amazing. And I think he just needs to work on the defense a little bit, but offensively, I mean, if he continues what he's doing the rest of the season, thank God we didn't trade him for Chris Bryant for the Cubs uh, this past off season, which was Why, like what, a, what happened to Chris Bryant? Well, Chris Bryant, he's hitting like 100 something. And that's oh, is it. He? Yeah, and he'd be a after he got board. signed by them. No, he didn't get signed yet. Oh, I he's, thought he did. He's a free agent after this season, I think it is. Gotcha. But like Boom, he's going to be cheap for the next quite a few years, three, four years. Mm-hmm. Where and uh, we need that. 
Chris Bryant would be a very, very expensive. And so far, Alec Bohm is outperforming Chris Bryant this season big time. Yeah. Yeah, and we big definitely time. need that for, for some big players. Well, yeah, because big players. Well, yeah, we're going like to need to. <laughs> well, JT, and then I think we're going to need to try to get DD on a two- or three-year deal Yeah. Uh, this offseason. And then, obviously, we need another starting pitcher, and we need we need bullpen. I know I I know I always bring it up, but like realistically, how soon do you think Mick Abel will be ready for for the big leagues? I I know you love Mick Abel, uh, but it's going to be another at the minimum three years. Three years? I can't well, wait that not, long. It's not it's not good for. I mean, if there was no minor league season this year, so you're looking twenty twenty three twenty twenty four, I would say till he's back. Or I should not say back till he potentially is up here. He could totally suck, Brandon. You got to remember that. Yeah. High yeah, like pitcher. Jesse Biddle and. Yeah, high school pitcher Jesse Biddle. Jonathan Pettibone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, um, before we get into the the NLE standings and the the rest of the schedule, um, injury problems quick, too. I want to. We got to talk about. Oh, do you want to talk about that then, quick, and then I'll. It, it pertains to the Marlins. It's a question. Yeah, go ahead. We'll go with your question, and we'll get into injuries. All right, so it's just a quick question, and it's kind of a silly one, but I feel like it's a disadvantage to – or it's actually very unfair to any team going into Miami this year with the crowd noise because they don't have fans ever. <laughs> so uh, them pumping in crowd noise should be, like, illegal for for them they they should like the, all the other stadiums should be able to do like what's the nfl doing like 70 decibels or whatever or whatever the normal is and then the marlins should be able to do like 10 <laughs> like, i mean you're not wrong <laughs> like, i mean i was i was listening to some of the games like towards the end of them or watching them and I heard like so much crowd noise. I was like, there's no way the stadium ever sounds like this. This is probably great for these players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what do you Pretty think much. of that? They basically have home field advantage because they normally have no fans. They're so like, wow, this is great. Right. I don't see what the problem is. Exactly. So I don't know. I just thought that was like, I thought about that and I was like, this is kind of bullshit. What the hell? <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. But. Yeah. But I, I mean, when the hopefully next year when we have all fans back in the stands, uh, you know, it'll be good for us again. And yeah, they'll probably that. they'll probably pump in that noise. Yeah, they'll still pump it in. <laughs> they'll just get a waiver from the league. Hey, since we're kind of never have fans anyways, can we uh, just pump in this noise all the time? <laughs> uh, no. But uh, yeah, big thing we got to talk about because going to affect what we're talking about the NLE standings and the short road ahead because season's on regular season's almost over uh, mm-hmm. as injury problems so we got Spencer Howard on the DL with shoulder problems um, apparently that today yeah today Joe Girardi said he actually felt really good but they're going to take precautions and see what's going on uh, with him uh, probably get an MRI uh, JT Romuto with his hip problems Probably not going to play on Monday. Uh, most likely going to MRI as well. Uh, Reese Hoskins, the forearm. Probably not going to play on Monday. Uh, going to get an MRI. Uh, Zach Wheeler, breaking his nail, putting his pants on. 
or I shouldn't say breaking snail, but lifting it off his finger more, which apparently they said that it always happens. Zach Wheeler says that it usually happens to him, whereas nail like lifts up from his finger because mm-hmm. of just how he pitches and like throughout the season, it just happens. But like how it caught on his pants, putting his pants on, <laughs> which, you know, you can't make this stuff up as Joe Girardi says, he, Hopefully, hopefully we'll end up pitching in the Mets series, and hopefully it doesn't affect him because he's been amazing, and it'll just suck for the Phillies even more so. I mean, you know, you got Jay Bruce on the DL still. He's been huge for us this season. You got Roman Quinn, Quinn. which we could really use his speed on the base paths. So, you know, it's not not good. Yeah. Uh, Not good right now. Uh, Hopefully we can get some of these guys back before the end of the regular season. That would be ideal, but we really, really need JT and Reese. I think they're both going to take Monday off against Miami still, and then hopefully they're playing right away against the Mets for the next series because we really, really can't afford to lose to the Mets. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather, I would rather them wait. Like you said, they're going to get an MRI, just make sure right. everything's okay or not okay. Hopefully not, but yeah, I, I'd rather have them wait at least a game or a day just to make sure everything is okay. Cause I, I would hate to just add to the injury, like make it worse when we can, right. like, when they can fix it or start to fix it right there. And then right. ho- hopefully be more fresh for next year when it's a longer season. Right. You know? Right. But uh, yeah, NLE standing. So right now, Brandon, unfortunately uh, the Phillies are in third place in the division. Still in the playoffs in the wild card. Uh, they're a half game behind the Marlins, but four games back in the Braves. Not good uh, moving forward. Big thing, though, is the schedule coming up. One more game on Monday versus the Marlins. we got to mm-hmm. win that one. Yes. Got to, got to, got to win that. Uh, but even more so, then we got three games against the Mets at home. Um, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Thankfully, no double headers at least, uh, which yeah. is good. Um, but we... We got to take two or three in that Mets series because we can't let the Mets climb back into this as well. Um, and then we got a doubleheader against the Blue Jays. And so basically a four-game series against Blue Jays coming up. Uh, should be at home. Uh, there's one that is in question where it might be in the Toronto, but should Buffalo. be at home. Within, oh, sorry, Buffalo. Uh, and then we got <laughs> a four-game series against the Nationals with one doubleheader in there. And then to end the season, we are at the Tampa Bay Rays, who are one of the best teams in baseball. So uh, season ends on the 27th and tomorrow's the 14th. So not, not much time left. Phillies yeah. can't afford to struggle for five or six games. Right. Hey, I maybe, think, it, you know, oh, no, I was sorry. I was, I was going to say, Hey, maybe the, they'll, they'll win against really good teams, you know, like yeah. I mean, actually got, like playing the team that they're playing. Um, yeah. But it is a tight NL East race actually if you look at the standings yeah there's 15 games left uh in the season i think they gotta go at a minimum nine and six price like if you're to... listening you need to say we need to win every game yeah moving 14 and 15 would be nice <laughs> yeah. i think they gotta go a minimum nine to six to make the playoffs probably more so 10 and five but uh it, well, it's if you say take... if you say nine and six, I'd say they have to win the Mets series or win tomorrow, win the Mets series. Yeah. Split the Toronto series at least. Right. Um. 
sweep the Nats again and then split the Rays or something. Yeah. I don't know. No, I, you're, I mean, you're right. And then the Marlins have to lose, of course, so. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. So, all right, Brandon. Yeah. Buddy, old pal. Keep hunting. I, yeah, let's end <laughs> this pod. I say hopefully our next one uh, will have some wins to talk about. So, yep. keep hunting, On buddy. Wednesday. Yep, keep hunting.